And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Iles. I'm Leo Iles. And, and there's our theme song, man. That's right. And we are the, the Derriers. That's right. We're bringing you music from the back roads of America and uh, up and down those back roads, right, Leo? We just travel around all the place and we listen to music on the radio and we go on the internets. All of them. All of them. And uh-huh. we go to the Facebooks. All of them. And we just listen to music and things, you find them laying around. There's yep. music everywhere. That's right. And, and you're going to find a, they send us stuff too. Oh, they do send us some great That's true. ideas. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so we're talking about Americana music, and we should define that. We always try to define it. And for our purposes, we define that as music with distinctive American roots. Exactly. It's got to have some kind of an American connection. Yeah. And so, having said that, it could be country. It could be rock. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be swing. It could be Creole. It could be soul. Dude, wait a minute. Did you see Creole? I did say Creole. Well, that's a good addition. That's a new one, right? Yeah, that's a new uh-huh, one. Yeah. Uh-huh. It could be rap. Uh, did we say jazz? Not yet. Okay, we're saying jazz. Funk. Show tunes? Techno. It, oh, uh-huh. oh, you've been digging. I've been doing a little research. Okay, all right. Okay, so we get the idea. Yeah. Uh, pretty much a d- distinctive American roots. And uh, we show up each week, each of us, with a fistful, fistful of tunes. tunes and yeah. we have not disclosed to the other guy until at the moment we actually do. You've, you've parted my hair a couple of times yeah? with this. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you've come at me with stuff I did not and, see coming. And likewise, you have too. Well, uh, that's, we'll, that's we'll the whole fun. You betcha. And uh, we take time starting uh, turns starting the show, and uh, you started last week. So this time it's your turn. It is. Yes. Okay. So um, I, it struck me that one person that we have not um, covered yet, who is very much Americana, is a guy by the name of Arlo Davy Guthrie. Arlo, oh, Arlo. Arlo Guthrie. I didn't know what that is. Of course, we always look that up. Yeah. What, what's his middle name again? Davy. Davy? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Is that David? Yeah. Uh, a Davy. D-A-V-Y. Davy. Wow, cool. So he was born in 1947. Says he's a retired American folk singer-songwriter. I guess he's probably of an age and he might want to do that. Known for singing songs of protest against social injustice and storytelling while performing songs following the tradition of his father, Woody, Woody Guthrie, yeah. bet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, and he's great, you know, uh, probably he's best known for uh, the Alice's Restaurant Massacre. The exp- especially the extended version. Right. I mean, man, that, that's, a, that's a piece of work. And, right you there. know, I, I, one thing I found, that is, um, that is from a true story. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. It says uh, when he was 18 years old, he and his friend Richard Robinson, um, they were on spring break. And they were arrested for illegally dumping on a private property what he described as a half ton of garbage from the home of his friends. And uh, after he discovered the local landfill, schools. I mean, follows the story exactly. Total story, yeah. yeah. So he's turned it into a thing. Uh, of course, I didn't want to do that, you know, I mean, uh, uh, too long, and uh, people can listen to that on their own. So I started digging around, and, uh, you know, last episode, I featured a song by the Dillards. Yeah. He did a project with the Dillards. Okay, I don't. 
I don't think I knew that. I, I, I was not aware of it. He did a lot of kind of concept albums and stuff. He re- recorded a lot of stuff. Uh, but this is one. It was an album um, with the Dillards called 32 Cents Postage Due. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's a, it's a lot of old, you know, traditional kind of bluegrass yeah, tunes yeah. and stuff. Uh, but I picked this one. It's a great, it's a great tune. We've jammed on it before, and they do a real nice job of, uh, of it. Arlo Guthrie with the Dillards, Do Re Mi. Texas. 
good bluegrass right there. That's a jam tune if I ever heard one. You know, I I forgot one little tidbit about about Alice's Restaurant. Um, Arlo Guthrie pointed out that this was... uh, this the song was 18 minutes and 34 seconds long, yeah, right? It's a really long and song. And he pointed it out. This this was also the exact length of one of the infamous gaps in Richard Nixon's Watergate tapes, oh. <laughs> and that Nixon owned a copy of the record. <laughs> Coincidence? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Okay, Leo. Enough of that. <laughs> what do you got? Well, boy, you know we're starting out hot here today. Yes, we are. You and I are. I have been participating in a um, in a weekly get together for some time. Oh, yeah. Called the Rural Grid Happy Hour. You bet. Which went virtual last year about this time. Sure. When we were no longer uh, able to get together in person. And there's kind of a theme every week. We're encouraged to maybe work up a song to play for the group. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, this past week, it was um, uh, TV and movie themes. No, just TV themes. Just TV themes. We did movie themes a while back. That's right. Yeah. You're correct. I did uh, the I Love Lucy. You did I Love Lucy. Well, you did another one, too, uh, that uh, a lot of people don't even know there's lyrics yeah, to. Yeah, it was the Andy Griffith theme. Exactly. And which we learned that from our friend uh, down Sid in Africa, Masters. Sid Masters. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, uh, I, he set me off on that rabbit hole. That's really cool. It was fun. It was fun. Well, I, I had chosen um, maybe one of the craziest, weirdest TV theme songs ever. In, in my opinion, uh-huh. uh, it's, it's, it was the uh, the theme song for Mash. Oh yeah. Now now before there was a, a, a series Mash, of course there was the Mash movie, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a scene in this in this movie. Uh, everybody calls the Last Supper scene, and it involves a guy that had just kind of lost his faith in his own sexuality, basically, <laughs> and decided he might as well just die. Wow. So they stage a fake funeral for this guy where he's going to take a suicide pill i mean seriously this is this is wow crazy weird dark humor uh it was actually a sleeping pill and they had written a song that needed to be played for that particular scene now it's interesting because um the the movie was produced by uh robert altman all right okay, sure famous producer and he said we could not get this movie done unless we got the song written so he went to johnny mandel who wrote the uh, music for the thing. And one of his, uh, Altman's conditions was, it has to be called Suicide is Painless. Okay. And it has to be the stupidest song ever written. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of competition there. <laughs> there's a lot of competition. So he tries to write, uh, Altman tries to write the lyrics himself, right? And he just, he's 45 years old at the time. He just can't think stupid enough, apparently. Mm-hmm. He said, well, I've got a 15-year-old kid that could do this. <laughs> So, so he gives this thing to his 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 son Michael, and he knocks out. It depends on who you talk to. He said that he knocked it out in fifteen minutes, but I mean, less than a half an hour. This kid wrote six verses for this song. Wow! And just to make it as stupid as he could. So here's here's the last funny part of this. Aside, it became a huge number one hit. I mean, it was picked up and played and really charted well. Um, but uh, he uh, he Altman says he only made seventy thousand dollars. For having directed the movie, wow! Okay, it was not a big money maker for him, but his son Michael made over a million dollars in copyrights for writing this song. Nice gift. So there you go. Yeah, there you go, son. Here's your career. <laughs> so, so from 1970, uh, this is Johnny Mandel and this uh, song from the Mash series, uh, "Suicide Is Painless." Through early morning fog, I see. Visions of the things to be, the 
pains that are withheld for me I realize and I can see that suicide is painless it brings on many changes and I can take or leave it if I please the game of life is hard to play I'm gonna lose it anyway the losing card I'll someday lay so this is all I have to say moment yeah in americana right there yeah yeah good pick leo yeah it's a strange one but <laughs> it, it is but it's a classic it I is mean, classic. It, another one of those tunes you hear it and it takes you somewhere it takes know? you somewhere and you know everybody is so familiar with that melody you know sure. have it millions of times and it took me years to realize there was even lyrics to it so yeah but right. there you go all right you're up raj i am um and we have not given us a significant enough nod to jug band music i think oh apparently not i don't know you know we've done dan hicks and he kind of does some of that and, and then of course there's john sebastian who is a jug band i right. don't know if we've done him yet or not uh i think we did some maybe, of his stuff maybe we did yeah uh but uh, one of the uh, key jug band guys is a guy by the name of jim queskin yeah never okay. heard of him or okay. I, I, maybe i did but i just don't yeah. know that. Okay. okay okay well he was born in 1940 in Stamford, connecticut um, he's most notable known as the founder of the Jim Queskin Jug Band, also known as Jim Queskin and the Jug Band. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, but that's a big difference. Well, it's confusing. It is, yes. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was a significant part of the folk and blues revival of the 60s. Okay. You know, a lot of that uh, folk music that came around. Um, Maria Muldar was part of that. Yeah, we talked about Maria. Well, we featured her a few mm -hmm. weeks ago. 
And uh, she joined the band in 63, and, and, and they were together. Actually, the band was together, I guess, for five years. Uh, but they successfully modernized the sounds of pre-World War II rural music. Okay. So the, uh, okay, pre-rural music. Off the beaten yeah, track, sure. you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. So jug band music is just fun. Uh, a lot of times there's kazoo in it and those type of things, right? And sometimes there's a jug. And there's, sometimes there's a jug. Uh, and uh, they're hooting and hollering in it. So I picked one that's kind of a classic, uh, I guess, uh, jug band tune, but I like it. It's uh, Jim Pueskin and the Jug Band called Beetle Um Bum. That's like one of our derrieres endings right there, you it know? It kind of does. Yeah. That's some silly stuff, but boy, I do love it. A little doo-wop. Yeah. Oh, look look at the time. Oh, I my think, goodness. Yeah, we're about, we're about out of time. We've had way too much fun already. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got to go out and police the area, because... Uh, As usual, tomorrow is moving day. Moving day. Yeah. Uh, I grab that tire tester. we got to check those tires. You know, that sure. thing, that one right rear duel, yeah. it just keeps leaking a little we bit. We might have to pick up some slime. We may have to pick yeah. up some slime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true road, road warrior. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back pretty quick. Uh, this is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, we're, we're back. We are back. From yeah. wherever we were. That's right. Uh, hey, did you notice a, there looks like a little crack in the windshield? Did you see that? 
Yeah, I Way did. down in that little corner. Yeah. I've been trying to ignore it, but... Yeah, that's not a good idea. Uh, well, maybe we may have to fix that. How, yeah. how much duct, to, do, uh, duct tape do we actually still have? We uh, got the two-roll pack. The two-roll pack. Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We'll be all right. We'll be okay. All right. Hey, we're broadcasting uh, this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right in Clinton, Clinton Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe there was one so close to home yeah. like that. I mean, it, we're from up around Kansas City, you yeah. know. But uh, but our buddy uh, buddy Jim Jim Bob Jim Bob uh, he has a place uh, down by Warsaw Warsaw yeah. and um, as a matter of fact he came up and got us well it's perfect that we were the right time of the year and he took us for spoonbill fishing spoonbill fishing is yeah. very special yeah so this is their breeding season and there's uh, like a four to six week. Uh, yeah, it's not very long. They are weird, kind of prehistoric fish. Yeah, you know, uh, you know what? I'll post a picture yeah. of, of our catch that on was our like, website, thedairyers.com. Do, do it, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they are kind of cool. They are cool. They're very prehistoric looking. They are. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you've never been spoonbill fishing, it may not be for you. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, yeah. It's super but, cool, though. But thanks for Jim Bob for including yeah. us on this. He's got a nice boat. And yeah. Some, yeah. We don't we, have to bring anything, Yeah, we remember to put the plug in it. So this this time. It. Yeah. We good. almost did that one. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. We don't. Well, anyway, people ask us. They say, Derriers, why is it that you drive all over the country and broadcast from these different Shady Grove RV parks? Because we don't roost long. Anywhere. We don't. You know, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA have these things called ranches, ranches you know. Yeah. And they, they do their shows. from You know, so for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has a Rock and Diamond R Ranch. And, yep. the, and then the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Uh, you know what? That's, that's romantic. That's right. Say it again. Dos Cabezas Mountains. See, yeah. your Spanish that's, is getting worse that's and two worse. two Cabezas. <laughs> <laughs> or two Cervezas. Two Cervezas. Which we understand. That one I know, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Alan Bailey, of course, has the Swing and Gate Ranch. We've right. been there before. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orrin Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Right. And and of course, we have this old RV. This old RV, yeah. But anyway. She doesn't have a name yet. Maybe we... Yeah, we ought to try and figure that maybe out. Maybe people could suggest a name for yeah, our Yeah, if you have an idea, RV. send it to us. Now, the yeah. only caveat here is I think she's a girl. Okay. All right. You pick. So it needs a girl name. Okay. Okay. That's good. All right. Hey, so Leo, um, I closed out the last segment, so I think it's your turn. You know, we talk about our rabbit holes every so often. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> like... Constantly. Oh, yeah. Okay, because that's what we do. One to the next. We go to one to the next. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've been spending a lot of time uh, thinking about slide guitar. Yeah. All right. And and that led me to several different places. Now, I should first of all mention that there are lots of different kinds of, of slide guitar. Okay. Uh, maybe some of the ones that are most uh, recognized, the Hawaiian uh, style right. slide guitar. Resonator right? guitar. Resonator probably. guitar, yeah, or not. But yeah. And then there's, there's of course, the uh, the dobro, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, used a lot in bluegrass music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conventional steel, the electric steel guitar, there's the lap steel, which is right. usually one or two necks maximum, mm-hmm. two differently. And then the regular big old uh, steel guitars with multiple necks and lots of pedals and levers i mean the sounds that come out of the of these instruments and the way that that they're played is just astounding to me oh it's and it's very mathematical it really yeah. is i took a short a dive into that thing and realized i was <laughs> underdeveloped in that regard <laughs> jumped right back out of the I pool jumped right back out i said okay. keep the guitar <laughs> <laughs> that was smart on your part. it was smart i walked away so anyway uh i i've been looking at all these different players and and one thing led to another so i'm going to start talking about a guy uh, named uh, Peter Frampton. Now, All we right. do not feature... He's a Brit, okay? Right. So we kind of try to stay into our uh, Americana mode, right? 
but there was something that Peter Frampton used to do uh, a lot. He was known for it. It's kind of his talking guitar. Oh, right. He was famous for it. He did mm-hmm. extended concert uh, riffs on his thing. And it was a very odd sound. And I go, well, you know, one thing led to another. And, and again, this leads me to a guy named Pete Drake. Okay. All right. And uh, he was a, a guitar player that um, he, he had a bunch of famous hits using his steel, but he was born in Augusta, Georgia. And he was the son of a Pentecostal preacher. He was born in 1932. And by 1950, uh, 52, 51, or whatever, he was in, um, he was in Nashville hanging out with people in the Grand Ole Opry. You know, I have to say that uh, a lot of musicians have narrowly escaped the clergy. The clergy. That's exactly yeah. right. There seems to be a theme. You get out as quick as you can. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, he, he developed this weird thing called the talking guitar. Okay. All right. It's a technique he had. So this was before Peter Frampton. Well, that's I'm getting to there. Okay. You're ahead okay. of me Sorry. a little bit. All right. So the, now, we, now we're going to involve George Harrison in the mix. Wow. George Harrison and the, uh, had just recently departed from the Beatles, and has really coming out uh, with his own music, which was kind of shunned by uh, Paul McCartney and, and John Lennon. Yeah. He didn't get a lot of his, his stuff put on the records. So when he got out to do his own album, uh, it was called All Things Must Pass. You bet. Wow, double album, amazing stuff on there. So, um, so here's, here's a, he had like four songs on, on that uh, album, that double album that were kind of country-based. And uh, so the story is that uh, here is Pete Drake sitting in his office in Nashville. And this, um, his, he gets a phone call. The lady from the front says, uh, you've got a phone call. You've got somebody online line who wants to talk to you. And he goes, who is it? She goes, um, it's a guy named George Harrison. And he goes, where's he from? She goes, London. <laughs> and he goes, who's he with? And she goes, some outfit called the Beatles. <laughs> So, so he 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 takes off and he goes to London, and uh, he gets invited to, to play on this on this uh, on this recording with George Harrison. Well, guess who else is on the sessions? Peter Frampton. Oh wow! So Peter Frampton tells the story as how he's sitting there. He just met uh, Pete for the first time, and uh, he sets up his guitar and all, you know, and he he starts playing a little, little bit, and uh, then all of a sudden he says he turns on this little box and sticks this tube in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And starts playing, and all of a sudden, his steel guitar is singing to me. It right. just bowled him over. So he investigated the technology, got onto it, and made a whole career of playing this. All right? right. So I've just abbreviated something. I could go on longer, and maybe I will later. But I'm just going to let this next song uh, it, it, uh, talk for itself, literally. Yeah. Uh, it's Pete Drake from 1964, and the name of the song is, I'm Just a Guitar, Everybody Picks on Me. <laughs> I'm just a guitar. Everybody picks on me.
crazy sound. I mean, there was a version of this that was done actually back in the 20s or 30s, you know, but okay. he really developed the thing. And, and there, we're going to post a picture um, on our, our website. TheDerriers.com. Uh, right, from, uh, from that recording session. And it features uh, Pete Drake uh, with George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Billy Preston, and an 18-year-old Peter Frampton. Wow. On the day they met. Oh, I can't wait so, to see yeah, that. So, yeah, let's put that up on the, on the website so people could take a look at it. All right. Well, that's mine. Now, what's going on, Roger? A guy by the name of Umberto Alexander Valentino. Uh, say it again. Umberto Alexander Valentino. Okay. Isn't that a beautiful name? That's a beautiful name. Well, he went by Herb Jeffries. Okay. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. So I don't if know. If you're going to simplify it, let's get right to it. I guess so. You know, actually, he he originally decided to call himself Herbert Jeffrey, uh, but he recorded an album and the credits mistakenly called him Jeffrey, so he changed his name again. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> hey, take advantage Whatever, of it, right? You know, I, I am who you want me to be. That's right. That's it. Um, this guy, he just got a big, beautiful baritone voice. And um, um, he, he was, his um, ethnic uh, origins were kind of questioned. Uh, you know, he, he didn't really know his father, um, but he was, uh, he was black, mm -hmm. he was mulatto, mm -hmm. um, and, and he embraced that for most of his life. As a matter of fact, he did um, several low-budget, in quotations, race Western feature films aimed at black audiences. Right? I'm familiar with that right. genre, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Harlem on the Prairie in 1937, Two Gun Man from Harlan in 1938, Rhythm Rodeo 1938, The Bronze Buckaroo 1939, and Harlem Rides the Range in 1939. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, he was in it. You wow, know? he was definitely in it. Now, later in his life, he decided, no, I'm not mulatto. You know, what, what yeah, am yeah, I? I'm something else. So okay. it, it's just interesting. But uh, he recorded for a bunch of labels, uh, and it was kind of hard to pick. But I stumbled upon this um, recording, and it's called "100 Years of Music." And it was this was recorded live in the studio of Herb Jeffries and um, the Brazilian guitarist uh, Lorindo Almeida. Okay, okay, two guys. Live in the studio, okay. you know. I mean, it's just incredible. Now, um, he was a uh, uh, Lorindo was a Bra Brazilian guitarist, and was uh, kind of a pioneer in the cre creation of bossa nova. Oh, well, okay, okay, yeah. and, and was much recognized for that later. But anyway, uh, I picked this one. It's a song we're very familiar with, and the two of us sing this song, which not many people do. You're killing me, Caravan. Above that shine so bright, the mystery of that fading light that shines upon our caravan. Sleep upon my shoulders as we creep across the sand so that I Magic 
my dream of love is coming true within our desert caravan something and it's interesting the way they leave us hanging in an unresolved chord yeah you know yeah it's nice yeah that's a really great rendition of that song two guys in the studio live man man i mean that that's that's great discovery good stuff find all kinds of cool stuff out there good stuff okay leo well we're back to you yeah so i'm the polar opposite hmm what would that be how about surfer music from a band from minneapolis minnesota I'm all ears. This is a, this is a band called the Trashmen. <laughs> so you're going to recognize the song here in a minute. It's from 1963, and uh, the thing is, they their contemporaries at the time were uh, were bands like the Astronauts, uh, you know, and Midwestern surf groups. I mean, okay. who to thunk it, right? Yeah, right. Uh, the wannabes, the wannabes. Yeah, but the, here's the thing: the group gained an interest in surf rock after listening to who. Dick Dale. Ah. Right? Okay, sure. So they were following in his footprints a lot, and they came up with some really crazy songs. This one is extremely crazy. It's called Surfing Bird. Okay. From 1963. Oh, yes. You know where we're going with this? Uh, yeah, one of my faves. This And this song was included in several films. I mean, you know, for a throwaway song, uh, the films were like Full Metal Jacket, right? And okay. Pink Flamingos, Back to the Beach, and The Big Year. I mean, this song had this song had legs to it. Uh-huh. So let's, let's just let the song speak for itself. This is the Trash Man from Minneapolis. <laughs> 1963, Surfing Bird. How well everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, don't you know? I'm the bird. Everybody's heard 
Pee-wee Herman dance. Oh, we may have to leave tomorrow whether we want to or not. Oh, yeah, I think so. Uh, outside of this, uh, RV must have been jumping around. Oh, brother, that was, yeah. that's, that's a great song. Yeah, good pick, Leo. Oh, holy cow, look, wait a minute. We've hey, cut, we're running along here. We've yeah. got to take a quick break. We need to get out of here for just a little bit. So, uh, But we uh, we are the Derriers, and this is the Americana Roadshow right here on, on Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Hey, we're backing up. We're backing up. Into the third segment. Because that's what we do. We back we up. We back up. Now. That's right. Yes. Well, you know, we like to use this uh, part of the uh, episode to uh, suggest that people go to our websites. All of them. On all the internets. That's right. Uh, of course, it's thederrieres.com. And we have one for our band, too. Right. Uh, it's called threetrailswest.com with the number three. Correct. Right. And uh, if you go there, there's uh, there's a lot of content there. We are going to be adding content, aren't yeah. we? we? Matter of fact, I did it even while we were talking. I cool. added some content. There you go. We'll add more, and you'll be contented, contented if you go there. That's right, and, exactly. And if you want to contact, contact us, us, there are contact us tabs. Little tabs there. And, but we also invested in our own little um, special email addresses. We did, we? Yeah. yeah. So uh, mine is Roger, no D, at com, And mine is Leo at L-E-O. I mean, with all the letters. Leo at thedairyairs.com. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, if you're listening on truckersradiousa.com, there is a uh, tab there that you can click and you can send in suggestions. And uh, Martha will let us know. We And we Uh, listen. We pay attention. And that's where a lot of the stuff that we have been playing comes from. Absolutely. So, oh, and one last thing. You can download any of our past episodes uh, on our website and uh, listen to them at your leisure. As our good buddy Mike Carr says... Go nowheres without the derriers. And we've been hearing from people that have been doing just that. Yeah. They're downloading things and they're taking a road trip and they just play them back to back while they're right. going someplace. You probably make it across the country. Yeah. Now you could. Yeah, we got, close, yeah. we got a lot of stuff out there all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, listen, I think uh, we're up on this set and I believe it is your turn. It is. And uh, I just featured Jim Queskin just yes. a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim Queskin, I, I stumbled upon a project that he did. He has had a, a long-standing musical relationship with vocalist Samoa Wilson. Okay. And so this uh, this album was released in 2020, and it's called "I Just Want to Be Horizontal." 
Now, uh, what it's talking about is uh, the, the time that we've been in, and I just want to lay down and not get up until after this is oh, all over. Okay, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Right, but it's very clever. Yeah. Uh, but this, this album is really cool. It's, uh, it focuses on music that Billie Holiday recorded with Teddy Wilson in the 1930s when Billie was still at the start of her career. Now, the music is jazz, but it, it mixes in element of folk and blues, all of the Queskin, you know, acoustic right. band. Mm-hmm. There's even a great Hawaiian uh, tune on there. I, I had a, such a hard time pick, uh, picking one. Um, but I went on a hit, and I, and I picked the first tune because um, it's got a lot of elements in it. One of the things they did with these uh, Billie Holiday tunes is they went back and they added the little in- introductory part of these songs, which we know as a preamble. preamble. And yes. you know I'm obsessed with preambles. Yes, we are. And so uh, this one has the preamble to it. Great version. Um, it's Samoa Wilson and the Jim Queskin Band, After You've Gone. Now won't you listen, dearie, why?
fine You were blind To let somebody come and change your mind After the years we've been together Through joy and tears All kinds of weather Someday blue and downhearted You'll long to be with me Right back where we started After I'm gone After I'm gone away That's pretty hot smoking yeah, stuff right there. Yeah, isn't that fun? Man. Yeah, it was a great find. I was really glad to find that And we out. have jammed on that tune with some players that are better than us. Oh, most of them are. We just got to hang on. We just got to hang on. And, That's right. You know, do what we can. All right, Leo. Well, what do you got to follow that up with? Well, we like to talk about local connections. Right? Sure do. And uh, for a lot of years, uh, I was associated with a studio here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um Later on, actually, but it, sound, uh, it was called Sound Recorders. Right. Well, the, the parent company was actually up in Omaha, mm-hmm. Nebraska. There was a guy that used to uh, do um, advertising commercials there, which is what mostly what Sound Recorders did was uh, broadcast advertising for uh, that kind of sound work. And um, he worked for a, a company called uh, Bozell & Jacobs up in Omaha. And they, uh, they did a, uh, a, an advertising campaign for a company uh, called the Metz Baking Company. Okay. All right. It was very successful, and they won an award with it. What he had done was, it was the guy's name was William Dale Fries, Jr., or Fries, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, he, was, uh, he was not known exactly as a performer. He was a producer. Okay. Now, as, as uh, rumor has it, I couldn't verify this, but I remember being in the inner circle and hearing about this. He went in and produced this song because he had created a character called C.W. McCall. Oh, sure. And C.W. McCall was this truck driver, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the day, you remember, you and I participated heavily in the whole CB thing. Oh, I CB mean, radios. Yeah, yeah, good buddy. Up and down the radio, you betcha. We had our own handles. I know what my, what was yours? Prodigal Son. And mine was the Moho, Mojo. Yeah. So we had a good time with the CB radios. Well, this whole song was about that. So they had a voice talent uh, come into the studio to do the thing, and he just wasn't doing it right. So Bill Dale Fries became C.W. McCall at that point. <laughs> oh, be darn. <laughs> and he sat there and recorded it, and he went on to do several others. I mean, now, and the other close connection is that the engineer and the studio was being run by a guy named Chip Davis. Yeah. All right? Famous for their Christmas albums under the band name uh, Mannheim Steamroller. You bet. And so, actually, Chip Davis wrote the music for this thing. 
Wow. So there you go. That's a your crazy difference. connection. Now, I'll, I'll just mention one more thing. He also did another song that kind of uh, semi-famous back in 1983 called The Pine Tar Wars. Oh, I remember that. You know, when that George Brett. George Brett. Yeah. And it was a very controversial baseball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's quite a history about it. I won't go into it here. But he also wrote a song. He was politically active, this guy. Uh, so he wrote songs about all kinds of stuff. Anyway, that's it's a fun stuff. Everybody's going to know this song once I start playing it. Hey, it's perfect for Truckers Radio USA. It is. And so all you truck drivers out there, just buckle in and go for it. Convoy. Uh, breaker one nine. This here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, big fan? Come on. Uh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown, come on. Yeah, it's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. Dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pig Pen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down.
what's good in them hogs out there for sure. Well, mercy sakes, good buddy. We're going to back on out here, so keep the bugs off your glass and the bears off your tail. We'll catch you on the flip And for, and for those that don't know, like what your 1020 was your location, right? Right. So I think you guys, what's your 20? Omaha. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, listen, uh, we got well, we got some time left here. I think we got time for one more. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I stumbled across a recording um, by uh, Ranger Doug Green and Andy Reese uh, called The Art of the Archtop. Okay. This is a really cool recording. It's um, uh, backed by uh, Bobby Durham on upright bass and sousaphone on one track. Wow. Uh, these guys, they, they do these tunes on a collection of vintage D'Angelico and Stromberg six strings. Okay. Okay, but here's the kicker. There's no amps involved. Strictly an acoustic outing, so the sonic quality of these instruments comes through loud and clear, colored only by the room and high-end mics. And I'll tell you, man, that's when a rig- uh, an engineer really earns his stripes. Yeah. If you can mic a session like that successfully, yeah. wow. So I'm kind of on a roll. We just did the, the one earlier with Herb yeah. Jeffries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, um, of course, Doug Green, you know, does all the, that, the great... Um, uh, Freddie Green, you know, two, three and four no yeah, three chords, and four, backup yep, things. Yep, yep. And Reese does all the lead work. Uh, this is just a, it's a great, great album. Uh, I picked this one because uh, I just like it. It's called Blue Lou. <laughs> guys oh yeah oh man yeah good stuff it's a good it's a good tune well leo i think we have used up our time yeah it's time to kind of pull up stakes yep. and uh, get the heck on down the road that's right that's right um oh you know what we got to figure out where we're going next oh, week. oh that's right we've had yeah. a great time down here in clinton yeah though. thanks jim bob for your hospitality and and we and got the fish some... we got the fish in the freezer yeah now. that's yeah. nice yeah that's yeah. good stuff so I uh, know more drive through for us for a little bit. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, we got to throw the dart. we got to oh, figure out where we're going. Now, wait a minute. Uh, whose uh, turn is it? It's your turn to throw the dart. Okay. So oh. I'll, get the, I'll get the map. Go get the map. Okay, it's back in the closet. Well, we here, remember. Right? Under the coats. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, I got it. Got I got it. it. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, uh, let's let's see. see. You, you get the uh, dart. It's in the spoon it's drawer. Spoon drawer. Be careful now. I be careful. You do it every time. Okay, got it. Okay. Okay, I got it. Okay, got it. Okay, good. No damage this time. All right, good. Okay. So uh, get ready. We're going to spin around three times. Here we go. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh man, you went up. I did. Uh, yeah, pretty far up. Um, Hot Springs, Montana. 
Hot Springs, Montana. We haven't been to Montana yet. That should no, be fun. No, no, it should be great this yeah. time of the year. If not, yeah, maybe it might we be a little take chilly. a little bubbly bath. A little bubbly like. bath. Yeah, we can, bubbly. And it's on the way. We can screw our way up through Kansas City and pick up our, a couple of you know rations. Yeah, we might need that. We might we need that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, it's been a fun show. And it has been a fun show. Yeah, so uh, we'll uh, get on down the road, and we'll connect with everybody uh, about a week from now, probably. And uh, until then, uh, this is the Americana Road Show on Truckers Radio Radio USA. USA. And And remember, folks, look look out behind behind you. you. It's It's the Derriers. Derriers.